Hello, welcome back to Kevin Shoe's Perspective. UFC 251 Fight Island, it's here, it's tomorrow. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, the main card on uh, ESPN Plus pay-per-view as usual. Um, man, this card looks fantastic. I mean, Gilbert Burns said, said to hear that he, you know, had to be, you know, removed from the card by, uh, because he got uh, coronavirus. So hopefully he makes a speedy recovery because he's been absolutely dominant. And I was looking forward to his grappling against Usman because I didn't think they would just stay in a trade like most of them had their uh, previous fights. So, but hey, now you got Jorge Masvidal, who could be the most exciting active fighter in the UFC because obviously McGregor's not around. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't think there's maybe Sean O'Malley, but otherwise I don't see much hype around anyone else like I do Masvidal. Um, stepping in on six days notice to fight Usman, had to lose 20 pounds apparently this week in like a five-day span. Which is crazy. I mean, fighters have to lose 20 pounds in an entire fight camp. So it's crazy to see him do that that fast. And it'll be interesting to see how his um, just stature holds up. If his strength holds up and if he's going to have enough energy go, going into the fight. Um, and I mean, looking across the octagon at, at Usman, that man's a beast. <clears throat> you know, I, I, I watched all 10 fighters on this card i watched all their all their tape all their fights again um and kamaru just looks so consistent in his fighting um he just has such clean technical striking um i noticed a lot he uses his jab almost as good as i've seen anyone use it um with power behind it but then he establishes his range and keeps fighters at a distance where he limits the amount of times he gets hit and <laughs> That's, you know, the one thing they want. Um, and looking back at his most recent fight against Covington, Covington had a lot of su uh, success um, hitting Usman with a lot of volume shots. Um, he tried to close the distance and hit Usman many times. I mean, they weren't that hard. They they clipped Usman a couple times, hurt him a little bit, but not nothing too crazy. Never dropped Usman at all. Um, and so, yeah, uh, Usman, I think, is going to probably use that same... same game plan this time by establishing a jab getting away from Masvidal because Covington in that in the, that fight you know he landed a lot of good shots on Usman and Masvidal hits much harder than than Covington does so given the same opportunities if Masvidal was in place of Covington and were to hit those exact same shots that Covington did he would he would apply much more damage to Usman much more damage so that'll be interesting to me um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to hop right into my predictions here then. Uh, so the main event, this first fight, you got two great fighters, Usman, who's just so technically sound. He's been dominant ever since coming into the UFC. It's like an 11 fight win streak or something like that. Um, and then you have Masvidal who has hype around him, you know, the game bread, street Jesus, you know, whole persona that he has wearing all the the fancy clothes and the robes and everything. So it's going to be really interesting. Um, on the feet, I think Usman has the advantage in the technical striking, whereas Masvidal has um, the advantage in 
the power he possesses in his punches. We've seen Masvidal against Darren Till and Ben Askren, of course. Um, but he has been able to knock out opponents pretty pretty easily. And even against Nate Diaz, he teed off against Nate Diaz. And we've I've only seen that when in the second Diaz-McGregor fight, McGregor was able to land big shots. Those are only two instances I've been able to see that. And Masvidal did a very good job at that. But, you know... Usman is a different breed, in my opinion, than, than Nate Diaz. I think Usman would be able to handle Nate Diaz very easily. Um, and on the ground, I think Usman has just a grappling advantage overall. But I do think Masvidal has very good takedown defense, so I'm not sure it's going to be that easy for Usman to just go straight to the ground. I think Masvidal is stronger than Covington was, and you saw in the clinches a lot, um between Covington and Usman, nothing really happened there. So if Masvidal is even stronger than Covington in that respect, I don't think much will happen in the clinches. I don't know if it's going to go to the ground that much, but if it does, Usman will have an advantage in that in that area. Many people have said Usman's striking isn't the best. And no, if you look at some, you know, some of the top of, top of the line UFC fighters, like you have Max Holloway, you had McGregor, you have Gagey, um, John Jones, they pick their shots very well, and they hit them with a lot of power. And Usman's been, I think he's been building on that um, a lot recently. I think his striking, when you look at his first three or four UFC fights versus last three or four, it's it's gone up exponentially. And this whole fight camp, his main training partner has been Justin Gagey, who we saw tee off completely on Tony Ferguson in his last fight. So if Usman learned anything, I think it's going to benefit him a lot in this fight. Um, so, with that being said, I think Usman will win this fight. Um, I think it'll most likely go to decision. Masvidal's a tough, tough guy. So I don't think Usman will be able to knock him out. But I think just with the quality of strikes and going into the later rounds when Masvidal gets tired, I don't think he'll have that much energy with his 20-pound weight cut, if that is true. Um, Usman's just going to be more sharp and fresh and ultimately just, you know, win the judges over. That's all I think it is. I think if Masvidal had a full fight camp, it would be a completely different fight. You'd have, I think he'd have a much better chance. But under these circumstances, I'm going to have to give it to Usman. Um, he's just, he's just been too good recently, too dominant. And I, I don't, I necessarily don't think anything's going to change. So... I'm hoping to see it, see a knockout or something crazy. You know, I think Masvidal, if he, if he, his biggest chance to win, in my opinion, is not to just run at him like he did Ben Askren and try some flying knee or something stupid like that, but to just go after who's been headhunt him, just like Paulo Costa does. Just go straight at him and try to land as many punches as possible, and with volume and his strength. It could hurt Usman. Usman's, you know, vulnerable to getting hurt. He doesn't get rocked, but he gets hurt. And Masvidal has the persona around him to hold himself high and go out there and try to knock Usman out. Um, despite Usman having a much more technically sound um, background. So, but yeah, Usman, Usman by decision, I, I think, at the end of the day. Um, 
Moving on to the co-main event, Alexander Volkanovsky versus Max Holloway. This rematch is crazy. Um, because in the first fight, I thought it was very I thought it was a very good fight. I thought it was pretty close, but Volkanovsky definitely had the striking advantage. Um, Volkanovsky also looks stronger, and it's weird. He's like an inch and a half, two inches shorter than Max, but he has a longer reach, which is which is crazy. Um, so a lot of people think Max Holloway does very well um, controlling the uh, distance and being able to pick his shots very well, but he was not able to do that against Volkanovsky. And another thing is, whenever Max Holloway would jab, Volkanovsky did a great job landing leg kicks on Max Holloway's lead leg. Um, and I think he's going to execute that same game plan here today. Um, one thing about rematches is, normally you see a big turnaround or one fighter, you know, learns from the one, um, like by making a big mistake and then fixing it and moving on and trying a different game plan. Um, the issue here is Max Holloway and his whole team, according to Volkanovsky and according to many others, you know, they believe that they won the first fight. They don't think Holloway did, like his, they don't think his game plan was necessarily wrong. Um, they think they did enough to win the judges, but, um, obviously they didn't, but that poses a question for me. Does Max Holloway think he needs to change his style or does he think he can go in, um, and just perform the original game plan, but maybe be a little sharper or, you know, clean up some edges like that. Um, whereas Volkanovsky, you know, I, I thought Volkanovsky won and he obviously, him and his team thought he did plenty to win um so i don't know how much he needs to change he he said in an interview on uh this past week that you know he knows the changes that he has to make and he's made them um whereas holloway you know i haven't necessarily heard that i've heard that he thought he won the first fight and he thinks he's gonna win this one so i'm interested to see um what happens if they change how they fight max kept what he normally does last time, using a lot of volume. Alexander did what he did, you know, leg kicks, bigger shots. Um, so we'll have to see if anything changes. Um, you know, my prediction for this fight is Volkanovski. I think it'll be a, uh, it, it might be actually a knockout or a unanimous decision, in my opinion. The reasoning is Max Holloway, due to the coronavirus, has had to do all of his training remotely using Zoom and things like that with his coaches and just hearing what they have to say and then trying to transfer that to his home gym or wherever he works out. Um, on the flip side, Volkanovsky's had time to train with his coaches um, and see what they have to say and actually be in person learning what he has to do, finding the, uh, you know, the things he needs to work on. I don't think Max is going to be that sharp, in my opinion. I think him being home and not actually training with the coaches and then being able to tell if he's, you know, slightly off on this or that. Because really, if you're off by just a little, little bit, you know, you can get slept. It's not that hard. And Volkanovski hits hard. So I think Vol Volkanovski is going to be much sharper in better shape, most likely, and just more ready to fight. 
and he knows, even though he won, he knows the things he had to fix, and he's fixed them, apparently. So, if that's all true, um, you gotta give this one to, to Volkanovski, you know? He's just a overall better fighter at this point in time. Max had a, done a great job as featherweight champion, you know, beating Aldo twice, and maybe he just had, you know, not the best performances past time, so maybe, maybe he'll prove me wrong and, and get the victory. I'm, I'm very intrigued to see. I have nothing wrong with either of these fighters winning. I'm With any of these fights tonight, I'm happy with all 10 of them winning. I'm not being biased towards anyone. Um, they're all just great fights. They're great matchups. The matchup committee for the UFC did a fantastic job. Um, but at the end of the day, Alexander Volkanovsky um, by knockout or unanimous decision. Um, now the third fight, a title bout. Uh, you got the vacant bantamweight title um, up for grabs because, you know, Henry Cejudo retired. And as you've seen, he keeps going back and forth with Ryan Garcia, who, you know, just annoys me on social media for trying to show how fast his hand speed is when he's punching one centimeter away from his body. Um, if you haven't seen those videos, just look at his YouTube. There's a hundred of them. But the vacant belt... You know, you got the Peter Jan, Peter Jan versus uh, Jose Aldo, excuse me, um, which would be a great fight. I've said in past podcasts, I don't know why Marlon Moraes isn't in this fight. He should be fighting Jan um, and not the sixth contender, Aldo. Um, Moraes is ranked one in the Bantamweight division, which is the highest you can go considering there's not a champion at this point in time. So I don't know why he wasn't considered really. Um... But this fight should be great. Um, Aldo, one of the best featherweights of all time. Um, he's dropping down to 135. He says the weight cuts easier. His body just feels better, and he has more energy on a day-in, day-out basis. So that's great for him. Um, but Jan, I've seen recently, you know, he's been he's been on a tear. Um, if you haven't watched Jan, you should try to watch a couple of his last fights. His last one was, was against Uriah Faber, and he smoked him. Um, just on the feet, so he, you know, the shots he's landing, when he throws shots, he's landing them, um, he's not missing too many, he's not fainting too much, um, he's a very accurate fighter, and he even, the final combination when he knocked out Faber, he landed a head kick while only a foot away from Faber, somehow got his leg all the way up, um, to a head kick from that close, so it just shows how, um, athletic he is and also how he can you know hit you from anywhere which is which is a crazy crazy um thing to have um aldo on the other hand we've seen him he has a lot of power he's knocked out plenty of people but his main feature is his speed um and i think that's going to be more interesting because even though jan i think is going to have the striking advantage if aldo has you know the speed jan won't be able to hit him as often so if Aldo comes in a little stronger than Jan, because even though Jan is strong, um, it's going to be interesting to see who who comes in stronger. They both look great, but physically Aldo just looks stronger when uh, you look at the weigh-ins um, this morning. Um, so if that's the case, if neither of them are landing too, too many punches, Aldo could have the advantage there because his punches might be harder. Um, so that's interesting to see. But in my opinion... Jan is just overall, at this point in time, a better fighter. You go back, 
you know, 10 years ago, I think Aldo would win this fight um, handsomely. But it's not then, it's now. I think Jan is an up-and-comer, and he's going to be fantastic. I was hoping to see him against Marlon Moraes. Um, I thought that'd be the, the best fight available, but so be it. Um, but yeah, my final prediction for this one is Jan defeats Aldo by unanimous decision. Aldo, even though his chin has been rocked before, he's managed in his past couple fights to, you know, to do better. Plus, he's getting hit by people um, at 135 rather than 145. So generally, those strikes just aren't as hard. So I think his chin will be able to hold up. And his speed will definitely be able to get him out of trouble when Jan can hit those quick shots um, in close. Um, but at the end of the day, Jan, I think, will win over the judges just by having better striking in general. So, Moving on to what could be, besides the Usman fight, my second favorite fight of the night. Rematch between Jessica Andrade versus Rose Namunis. Um, Rose is one of my favorite fighters in the UFC. Uh, man or female. Um, her striking is world class. Grappling is world class. And uh, she's really just a down-to-earth person. Probably the, the deepest and introspective person in the UFC. Um, Andrade, on the other hand, is an animal. Um, so this is a rematch. Uh, their first fight, um, Rose was destroying Andrade. Secured a knockdown on her. We're just picking her apart left and right. Um, but in the second round, uh, in the clinch, Rose made a mistake. She was supposed to put her hand, um, or her arm, rather, in a, uh, in this one spot to get her, um, out of the position she was in. I'm not going to get too technical with it, because you might not understand. But she made a mistake in the clinch, and Andrade was able to pick her up and slam her, which, if you've ever seen someone get slammed, it knocks them out, uh, the first attempt. <laughs> Um, hitting your back of the head on the canvas is never, never something you can recover from. Um, but that's why, that's why this fight's interesting because even though Rose was completely picking her apart, Andrade has, you know, was able to face, go through adversity and lose and use just her sheer strength that she has, um, to knock out Rose. Um, since that fight. Andrade has, uh, she, remember, Rose was champion in that fight. Andrade beat her, became new champion. Then she just lost to Wei Li, who most recently has fought Ioana, um, in a fight of the year contender. But, you know, she showed, even in her fight against Wei Li, she didn't look amazing. She looked good, but she didn't look amazing. So, my prediction in this fight is going to be Rose... Namunas by knockout. The reason is, I think Rose is the best in the division. You look at her two fights against Yuani and Jacek. The first one, she knocked her out with just not even a full power left hook. And then in the second fight, just completely outstruck her. And that's Yuani and Jacek, who is the best striker that the Starwick division has ever seen. Ever seen. So... For Rose to just come in there twice and completely show her up, that's something. And then she went against Andrade, who could be one of the strongest females in the division. Um, and just picked her apart completely. She just made a mistake, which had her lose. Um, and also you look at Rose in the grappling sense, and 
you go back to her some of her previous fights, uh, you know, way in the past, six, seven years ago, earlier in her UFC career, she was submitting everybody. So she's just a world-class, well-rounded fighter who I think just is going to learn from her mistake and, and completely um, show how good she really is. And then this will set up an amazing fight against Wei Li, which I think Rose could also have an advantage in. Um, but if Rose wins this fight, I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna uh, probably write an article on my website um, about that matchup, the a Rose versus Whaley matchup. So, um, and if you want to look at the article for this um, podcast, they go pretty much hand in hand. But I'm saying things here that I probably forgot there, and vice versa. So that's just on KevinShoesPerspective.com if you want to check that out. Um, but yeah, I think Rose, Rose is one of my favorite fighters. I think this is going to be an easy fight for, um, when she's focused, you know, she's had plenty of times in the past where she thought about retirement. Um, she had a lot of personal issues. Um, but she said she's grown from a lot of those things and she's ready. So with her just even saying that, I think this is a completely one-sided fight. I think she'll take it. Um, and moving on. The fifth and final fight of the main card. Amanda Rebus versus Paige Van Zandt. Rebus is coming in as a minus 850 favorite in uh, the Vegas betting lines. Which, if you don't know what that means, you have to bet $850 on Rebus to make $100. So, that really makes no sense to place any... Why I don't know why you'd really even do that bet at all. But, on the other hand, Van Zandt is like a plus 450, so if you bet $100 on her and she wins, you make $450. That's a much better bet, but I would not do it. I think Rebus will smoke Van Zandt, to put it um, as simply as possible. Um, you look at you look at Rebus recently, you know, she's going through her opponents um, without much struggle. She's had plenty. She's had submissions before in the, her past, um, and then she's had dominant performances recently. And then you look at Paige, and you know she fought through a uh, a broken arm, a spinning back fist broke her arm. Then you look at um, she has contract issues with the UFC. This is the last fight under her UFC contract, and then she said she's going to go look to go elsewhere. You know she could go to one, or you know any of those other major promotions. So I'm just not seeing, I'm seeing Rebus on one side say that she's striving to get to the belt and she's been just defeating people pretty, you know, um, easily, really. She's, you know, she's putting on great performances. And then on the other hand, Paige is saying, hey, I don't get paid enough. She gets injured. Hey, I don't get paid enough. This is my last fight on the thing. Now, even though it's her last fight on her, this contract, she did say, however, how she's not, you know, she's not looking past this fight, um, looking strong going into it. But I don't know if you can do that. If you know that you don't like how much you're getting paid, if you know that you're going somewhere else, there's no way she cares 100% on this fight. And I think Rebus, who's just technically better on the feet and on the ground, just stylistically better, um, who is hungry to just get to the top. I don't necessarily see the will on Paige's side 
that I see on Rebus's side. So I think Rebus will win this fight easily and probably by submission. You know, she shows great grappling skills, but I think she's going to try to use her striking and hurt Van Zant a lot, then get her on the ground and submit her. Um, I think it will be a one-sided performance. So as tempting as it might be to bet on Paige, I, I wouldn't. Um, hopefully I'm not wrong because I'm saying... <laughs> I'm very opinionated on this one, so if, I, if I'm if i wrong, that's not going to look too good, but, um, so yeah, those are my predictions on all the, you know, all the fights on this main card, I'll go through them one more time, um, Usman's going to defeat Masvidal by, uh, decision, probably not a knockout, I think just a unanimous decision, because Masvidal's a pretty strong dude, um, doesn't look like he, he likes getting knocked out, he seems like a pretty tough guy, you know, the BMF, you know, um, Volkanovski versus Max Holloway rematch. If Max Holloway hasn't been able to train with his training partners, and Volkanovski already beat him the first time, I don't see how he's going to correct the mistakes and get better for this fight. I just don't. So Volkanovski is going to win this one, probably by unanimous decision. But if Holloway isn't that sharp, if he's a little, you know, offbeat, then Volkanovski has the power to put him away, in my opinion. I think he does. Um, Peter Jan, Jose Aldo. Jan is just... A little bit better at this point of time in time in both of their careers. Um, just a decision victory. Um, Aldo's very quick. I think his chin will definitely hold up better at bantamweight than it did featherweight. But at the end of the day, Jan is just a little better. Um, Andrade versus Rose. I think Rose, if she's focused and wants the belt back, she's gonna get it back. She's better than Andrade. She's better than Yoana. She just made a simple mistake the last time. So if she's focused and if her striking looks as good as her head coach says, then I think that's it. This could this could definitely be a knockout victory for, for Rose. She already had a knockdown on Andrade the first time. It, she would have knocked Andrade out the first time if that slam didn't happen. So, And then Rebus versus Paige Van Zandt. Amanda just looks too good and you know has all the will behind her. Um, to get to the top. Paige, on the other hand, does not. So, you know, a lot of it is style and matchups and form, but a lot of it is psychological too. And if one person feels like they're better, feels like they're going to get to the top, whereas the other one's looking for a way out, no matter the circumstance, I'm going to take the more motivated person. So, thank you for listening. Please, if you don't normally watch the fights, watch this card. This is five main events in one card. And if, you know, if you don't want to spend the money, maybe hang out with a couple people, you guys split it or something. It's going to be super fun. I can't wait Sunday or Monday to to tell you guys all about my thoughts on all the, these fights because I'm going to be excited no matter what happens. So, thanks for listening. I'll catch you in a couple days.